Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful online businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers. We find our clients in different ways and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Align, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersalign.com to learn more and sign up. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. How are you? Hanging in there. I'm glad that it is spring, finally. Even though spring in Colorado takes like quite some time to like really get there. Like I think it's going to snow next week. Oh, and we're in the process of getting three and a half inches of snow today. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Welcome to spring in Minnesota too. But it still feels different. Like I don't know about spring there, but like spring, even though it still snows, like it's different snow. It's not like 20 below snow. It's like no. it's like warm snow. Right. Yeah. I would say though, I would for me personally, <clears throat> this snow annoys me more than the negative zero snow, like negative 10 degree snow. Because I like more wet. That and it's like why does it have to snow right now? Like, I don't want to be wet. I don't like, I joke with my kids, like I melt when it rains or in the, you know, like, and it's that heavy. So it's just like, does it really need to snow right now? But you know, that's why we work indoors and that's why we, you know, have our climate control offices and things like that. So, yep. Amen. Yeah. Our spring snow is like very heavy and wet here. Mm -hmm. So it's also like a real pain for the shoveling. And sometimes like a lot of tree damage situations so um okay great today we're talking about imposter syndrome um this is a big one i think of all the and it may take some few episodes for us to unpack this fully but we can start here um we get a lot of questions about this um we get a lot like i think when people um, come into our community, we hear a lot about imposter syndrome and how to conquer it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. I think that you wanted to start off with the official definition. Yeah. According to Webster's dictionary, this is the official definition of imposter syndrome, but I feel like there's so many more emotions that go with it, but the persistent inability to believe that one success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort or skills. Like that to me is really big. Um, and I get all the feels as I read that, like, yep, yep. Like, and then even as I'm reading that, even some different scenarios or situations where I do feel imposter syndrome, like comes to the top. Yeah. I think the thing in that definition that I think that definition is spot on And I think imposter syndrome for me also comes before you have success. So like when you're starting something new and you are not yet successful, you're like, am I like, am I going to be able to do this? Um, 
So that, I think that definition is right on. And I definitely feel that all the time. And I think there's this whole thing about like, you know, like a, when you're first starting anything new, you sort of have to like fake it till you make it and like talk yourself into thinking right. you are what you are, are becoming before you're fully there yet. And so with where I am coming at it is sometimes I don't even necessarily realize, or I'm able to identify, oh, that's imposter thinking. Like I may correlate it along the lines of anxiety, of fear, of those type of emotions, but it's not one of those things where you're like, you can just talk about it as, yeah, that's imposter syndrome. Like you have imposter syndrome. It's not one of those things that is easily diagnosed. You know, it's one of those things where you might not realize what it was until you're through the situation. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it can yeah. come for me, it comes in almost a resistance. Like if I don't want to do something, but I don't know why I don't want to do it. That for me is a classic symptom of my personal imposter syndrome. Yeah. I think we, um, like we've talked about, we've been, like I said, it's a, cl- a question that we get or not a question, but it's like a topic that is brought up a lot. And we've talked about a lot of different times about how to address it. We've considered doing like workshops on it and things like that. And I think where we always came down to it was that like, I think imposter syndrome, exactly what you said, manifests for people in different ways and not everyone uses that term or even like knows that what they're feeling is associated with that because I think you're right in addition to all those words that you use I think the other one that I would I feel sometimes is doubt where I'm just like did I do that right am I like am I as good at this as I think I am right does everyone else think I'm I'm good at this or am I just like not (laughs) it's just you know so it's like there's um I also think, um, that like imposter syndrome, man, like is there, I think a lot of people just starting out have imposter syndrome where you're like, I'm starting something new, whether it's freelancing or for us, like we feel pretty like confident in where we are at with our client freelancing stuff right now. But like, I'll tell you like between the podcast, between like content creation and everything else, like we're starting new, you're starting a brick and mortar boutique. Like all, every time we start something new, you are, um, learning a whole new skill set, and all of those feelings come back. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think that imposter syndrome is there no matter what, it just looks different at the beginning than it does when you're in the middle or at the end of a journey. And I haven't had, um, I haven't had imposter syndrome for quite some time. And so that to me shows that I've been playing it safe. Mm, And so now that I'm in the new season of using a different part of my business strategy brain, it's an opening a brick and mortar. It's a completely different mindset that I have to be in, but a funny story, like this morning I was in the store and we're at the point where we're organizing fixtures, figuring out what we need, make sure we have everything And I kid you not, I moved this fixture at least 10 different times. And that for me is like my, my boutique coordinator was like, okay, we're not touching this again. And I'm like, 
no, we're not like, it's staying right there. It's fine. But it come like, for me, that was like almost perfectionism. Like it has to be perfect. No, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to let your imposter syndrome, like debilitate you push through that because it's the same thing. Like beyond your comfort zone, like it's so much more fun. And you know, all those different, there's a million and two quotes I could throw out there right now, but it's just push through it is my number one tip for dealing with imposter syndrome. That's hard, but there's going to be mistakes that you make along the way. Yeah. I think there, there's like a couple of things there. The, the, um, like the push through it for sure. And like knowing, especially in the beginning of, of something, there's a quote that I always go back to that I'm not gonna remember who said it, but don't pre- compare your beginning to someone else's end or someone else's middle. Okay. Because I also think, and like, we've done this too, with like our journey with freelancers aligned is like in the beginning, we are looking at all these other communities, course creators, um, influencers, and being like, our stuff has to be perfect because like, look at all this other stuff out there. And I think that can lead you down. Um, I think a, like a lot of new things take just a lot of like testing and feeling out. And so it's like a really natural inclination to be like, I'm going to throw everything at this and like, make it as perfect as possible. And then like a month later, you're like, Nope. I completely have to change all of this <laughs> This is because you learn so much in the beginning. You learn really right. fast in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I think it's really easy to look at people who are like farther along and think that that's where you're supposed to be. Not knowing that like they started out exactly like you were. Um, I think the other thing too, is like trusting, like, I think when you're starting out, especially when you're starting out as whether it's like starting a free, as a freelancer, starting a new business, whatever it is, in the beginning, I think like it's um, it's easy again, like similar, like comparing your beginning to someone else's middle. It's easy to look at people and think like, oh, like I have no idea what I'm doing. But like, I also think people need to just like trust their instincts a little bit, because I think that the things that you're drawn to doing are hopefully things that you're naturally good at and that you like. And so if you if you see things like I'll take like a project management example, um, I would like look at things and be like, I can see, like I can connect the dots from beginning to middle to end. And I can see how this project is going to lay out. Have I ever had any formal project management training? Absolutely not. But in the beginning, I was just like, I can instinctually see how these things are going to plan out. Was I labeling myself as a project manager in the very beginning of my career? No, but like, I, if I had trusted myself more and like leaned more into that, I would have gotten where I'm go, where I am now, probably a little bit faster, but I constantly was like, oh, like I haven't been doing this as long as some other people, or I haven't, um, I don't have like official project management certification. And so like, maybe I should just like keep my mouth shut when over and over and over again, it was reinforced to me by other people that like my instincts about what I saw and how, what I thought should happen were right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It, you don't, and this is going to contradict, like I'm in the conversations with my teenager about going to college and I have a hard time, like <clears throat> I have a hard time supporting him going to college for the things that he wants to go to college for, because <clears throat> like take some business courses, 
take some, you know, online certification to become a personal trainer. Like you don't need to go to four years of college to be a personal trainer. Like you might be further ahead, but there's so many other things. But then it's also like, it's hard for me to say that because I want him to experience all that college has to offer, you know, like those social things, those athletic opportunities, like all of those things that go with it. So right now, like I'm in a very new space of life of how to parent a teenager that's having the conversations of future when I have the stance that I do on some things. Yeah. I'm totally with you. I mean, I do not have a teenager, but I think about those things a lot and Mm -hmm. about (laughs) how, um, my career trajectory, I, I very much enjoyed my college experience and it like basically has nothing to do with my career trajectory. (laughs) Right. So thinking about how imposter syndrome is like there in a lot of different forms, but looks different over the trajectory of a career or a business or something like that. Do you want to talk a little bit about like what that's looked like for you from like the beginning until now? Yeah, I had, since I started, I didn't really have time to get imposter syndrome when I started, but it's every time that I would raise my rates, I would jump into, am I worth this? Should I be charging this? What credentials do I have to back that? So that's when my, that's when I had more of the imposter syndrome because I didn't really, I didn't really promote myself in the beginning. Like it was people seeking me out. So that was kind of the validation that I needed in the beginning. Um, it looks a little bit differently now when, yeah, like every time I want to raise my rates, like And I feel like I have to go through this whole justification process, which I just need to stop. Mm -hmm. Justification process with yourself or with your clients? Myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And And I've gotten to the point where if I have to justify my worth and my value and my skills to a client, I'm not going to accept them. Like I'll do that on their call, like straight up, like that's fine, but I'll just know that I'm going to decline their job, even if they offer it to me, because that's the first, like, that's a first huge red flag to me. So that's going a little bit off topic, but that's something that I've just learned to do because I have been through this long enough to know what are some of those red flags or how could have I prevented myself from being in this cruddy situation, you know, where a client's not happy with me. And in looking back, it was nine times out of 10. It's when they were questioning my skills. They were questioning my timeline. They were questioning my rate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's like actually not off topic because I think that um, your clients and we've talked like so much, we've talked about client quality over quantity and like all kinds of things like that. But I think it like really goes yeah. back to. I think clients have a lot to do with imposter syndrome. I think that's also about like presenting yourself professionally, understanding your skill set, understanding your niche, understanding who your clients are and aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I have been so lucky to work with the most amazing people, many of whom have like been the ones that are like, mm, you probably need to be charging a little bit more. And like that is like a marvel, like. Every time that happens, I'm like extremely grateful that I work with, I mean, all of the people that have done that for me are also 
women that I look up to. And so every single time I'm like so grateful because I'm like, sometimes you just need someone else to tell you that to get that internal validation where you're like, okay, it's fine. And then as soon as someone like, there have also been counter examples where like, I went in for like a, you know, a job and like wrote a proposal and like aimed high pricing wise and got shut down and didn't get that job. And then you completely second guess it. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, should I have lowered my prices? Like what I've gotten this. Um, if I hadn't asked for so much, like, am I now, am I just being greedy? Like what's happening? And so it's like always a constant, um, internal and external struggle, I think to get to a place where you're like, and I think that it never goes away. Cause I also think that we're not always going to be perfect at what we do. And so there's always going to be times where like something happens where like we didn't do it as good as we thought we were going to or like something didn't land well, or like something went wrong. And like those like small moments of quote unquote failure are also going to make you like question yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think like, even now, even when I feel like very um, comfortable and like the work that I do with my clients and in my ability to like guide um, that work with them, there are times when it's like messy and I will be like, do I even like, am I do I even know? (laughs) Like, am I the right person to be doing this? This is like so hard and maybe, maybe someone else could do it better. So like the, the, um, the voice, the like little voice in the back of my head that I call imposter syndrome is like definitely still there for me all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, questioning, like all the labels that you had on it before, like the doubt, the anxiety, the fear, um, all those things still happen to me. They feel different. The, that voice says different things now than it did in the beginning. Um, but it's definitely still there. Mm -hmm. So I think the moral of both of our stories that we just need to come to reality is imposter syndrome is here to stay. Correct. It's not going anywhere. It's learning some coping techniques, some validation techniques to push you through because that's, you can give into the imposter syndrome, but you're going to stay stuck or you're going to play it safe. And if you're a true entrepreneur or you want to live a lifestyle, I'm telling you from personal experience, like it's so much greater outside your comfort zone or outside the barrier of that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. The opportunities that you have, the freedoms that you have, the flexibility that you have, all of those things, like don't come by playing it safe. I think that's so important. Yeah. And you, when you said that in the beginning, I hadn't really thought about it that way before, but I think you're absolutely right. Like imposter syndrome and comfort zone, like imposter syndrome reinforces your comfort zone. Where like, if you're not pushing yourself to like do new and challenging things, then you're not, then you're going to feel very confident about what you do every day. Yeah. Um, And that, I think that's also the beauty of working for yourself is like, when you get bored, you get to try something different. Um, You don't just have to like keep doing the same thing because you get to choose what you do and how you do it and change that whenever you want. Um, And there are some times where I'm like, mm, this is challenging. <laughs> and like, maybe I wish I was doing something easier. Um, but yeah, 
it's um i i hadn't thought about it that way before and i think you're absolutely right i do think that like getting like the, you're going maybe imposter syndrome is a good thing in some instances because you're like oh if i'm feeling imposter in, imposter syndrome i know that i'm pushing myself outside my comfort zone mm-hmm. and so maybe we look at it as like a positive sign and not a negative sign it's kind of like your Um, it's kind of like your stop, it's time to push through, or it's like, here's your warning, like, here's your sign, you know, like there's those different memes and stuff on social media. Sorry, my notifications I thought were off. Um, it's those warning signs or those like reality checks or like those brake checks when you're driving, you know, just those little things to like bring you back to reality and just a gut check. Yep. Yep. If you're afraid, you're probably pushing towards the right thing. Yep. <laughs> if you have this weird gut feeling. Yep. Yep. Uh, yes. And sometimes, as we both talked about too, we still have those like projects where it's like just something that is like safe and easy where like sometimes our brains just need to be like, yes, I know exactly how to do this. And I'm just going to do this for a second. And not have to like think really hard about how to do something new. I'm just going to do something very easy and familiar, um, which is also nice because it's nice to have that balance. For sure. All right. Well, um, I think we will definitely touch on some of these other um, imposter syndrome connected topics in future episodes. Um, But yeah, for now, I think that's probably good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. All right. Thanks, everyone. If you haven't already, um, it would be awesome if you could give us a rating on wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, it just helps the podcast become more visible and for more people to find it and be able to join the freelance revolution. So we hope you have a good um, couple weeks until we talk to you next time. And we'll see you later. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Freelance Revolution podcast. Don't forget to check out our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up.